is Keith, one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with um, Aaron Lanton and Tim Malloy. How's it going? Yep, I'm Tim today because he said my name last and I spoke last. And then I'm Aaron today. This isn't confusing at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They'll, they'll catch up. <laughs> so we're going to start off talking about, I believe this is America. I believe we will do that. And uh, also followed up with some conversation about Kanye. Uh, there definitely some uh, crisscrossing uh, themes that happen here. So I don't even know where you want to start with that video. Um, it's, <laughs> so let's it's start insane. with overall thoughts. Um, I have a real surface level thought. I just thought it was cool. I just liked it. Like I was like uncomfortable with the beginning of it because it, it felt a little bit like I was seeing like an art performance I didn't understand. <laughs> and I got that kind of, I got that kind of like nervous feeling of like, oh, what is this? And then as it went on, I feel like as it got more violent, I started to understand it more. Like as I'm like programmed as an American to respond to like cinema violence. I was like, I get what he's doing here. Like this is to kind of juxtapose like, you know, the American dream and the American reality as he's presenting it. And I thought it was cool. And then Aaron kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we can get to that that, that particular uh, way that happened. I guess later, I didn't realize I ruined it for you. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I thought it was it was certainly a provoking video, um, and I I think we really had to give it up to Donald Glover, like trying stuff, and even while he's one of the posted uh, children of great networking in the business, getting a chance to do stuff with Disney, which is incredible, uh, being able to play. Uh, Lando in uh, the new solo film. Uh, Tim, you've seen it already. How uh, did he do a good job there? Yeah, I'm not gonna mess it up by um, revealing anything. Yeah. But the raps critic Alonzo Duralde pointed out that um, you don't really learn anything about the characters that you didn't know before, which isn't really a thing that I was thinking about. To be honest, I think they do a good job of keeping true to those characters. It definitely feels like the same characters, but yeah. younger. Well, that's a, that's awesome. So that's his quick solo film review. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's but you know, he's really doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, hats off to him. But also, like, given like hell, everybody in a mama watches video and all these theory videos on YouTube. Like, all, it was just fun kind of seeing how people tried to interpret what he was talking about. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to see any of those keep the conspiracy videos. No, I didn't I didn't get a chance to check out too many videos as far as what other people thought about it because I didn't want to get too deep into outside of what I've what I thought about it when I originally saw it. And um I don't know, I was I was like that with Tim, like how Tim said. I just pretty much I, I really enjoyed it and I thought it was awesome. And I did think when I when it first came on, I was like, Am I missing something? <laughs> um <laughs> But then, of course, as it goes on, you're like, okay, I see, I see what he's doing. I see what he, I see what he's trying to, what he's trying to talk about on here. But I also, I feel like my takeaway from it was a little bit different than what I felt like. What most people's takeaway from it was, mm-hmm. and with me, it's just how I guess as a culture, like overall, how desynthesized we have been towards violence. And how um, me and you, I know we've had this conversation before where it's like it's so much information that comes in through the news and through the media. And 
entertainment, everything to where like you don't even know what to take serious anymore. Like yeah, I think, everything I think is new. Brain has to like actually adjust and figure out like what those like w- like what is considered too far to be um, tasteless when it comes to media. But I mean, we've moved that line so far now. Um, yeah. And I'm certainly not trying to suggest that the video tastes, but more like you know what you would react to in, in, in such a visceral way where you couldn't even take anything from it. Like maybe two, three decades ago, if you did this video, you couldn't even air it because people would just say, I, well, first of all, it's not like it's on TV, so let me not put it that way. It's on the internet. But, um, you know, like we, people would have been so kind of dismayed by the violence that they wouldn't have given it a chance to even like really be dissected. But you know, you know exactly what it reminded me of. The first thing I thought about when I saw it was a um, Facebook timeline. Wow. Because I remember the first thing I thought about was, for me, the most shocking thing I saw in the last couple, few few years was uh, Philando Castile being shot by the, by, the, um, by the officer in his car. No, in front of his daughter. Yeah, in front of his mm-hmm. daughter and his, um, his woman. And, like, I... The moment I saw that, like I broke down in the tears, and yeah. it's like it just it just was so heartfelt. Like out of everything, and then then hearing her screaming and the baby crying and trying to console her and stuff like that. And I remember me and you, Aaron, we had talked about it when it happened and how how we felt about it. But I also remember that at the same time, you could have saw that video and then scroll down and you see somebody doing a stupid ass challenge or doing the nay nay. On the same timeline, you know, and that was the the first thing that came to my mind. Like we, with all of these things, are bundled up into one. What's important and what's heartfelt and tragic, and what is just straight buffoonery. Tim, I'm about to say something kind of insensitive, so be ready to you know call me an asshole. Uh, and actually, this is a question to you, so you know, not just put you on the spot here. Thanks for the um, share, Warren. I appreciate yeah. it. So white people have violent things happen all the time as well. I'm not necessarily talking about with authority figures, but like, you know, stuff comes up, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, why don't they Facebook live traumatic violent situations? Or is it just they're not trending? I think if I had to guess, and I don't know, I mean, but I would guess that one of the reasons that some of these really horrible incidents that they circulate again and again and again, it becomes like, Jesus, like, are you, are you like devaluing black lives and you keep showing the same picture of this guy getting shot? I think people share it. Some people share it because there just isn't as much sensitivity as they would have to sharing. And it was like, that of somebody who looks like them. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, somebody might share it thinking people need to see this. I am being a helpful white person by, making sure that this makes it to everybody who I know. Like, okay, now real quick, before you keep going, because you're answering something really interesting, but that I think I asked it incorrectly. Uh, so let me, let me ask it a different way. Yeah. Why are people who are white recording things when it's happening to them in the same way? Why aren't we? Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's an easy one. I mean, because there's like a nice Cube song, uh, Who Got the Camera, from like 1992 or so. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, anytime I have an interaction with cops, I want it to be recorded. 
like Chris Rock did a thing a little while ago where he got pulled over and he like took out his he took out his cell phone immediately and posted it online. Mm. It's like we're not we don't always assume that those interactions are going to go back because oh, okay. more often than not, I mean, the interactions I've had with cops, pretty much everyone has gone fine. Like the times that I thought, times that I thought I was like wrongly pulled over or something, looking back in retrospect, I think I probably should have gotten pulled over. Like, I don't think, I think profiling is real and I don't think that the, that the, that we have the kind of negative interactions that African-American males especially have. And as a result, we are like innately, I don't want to say we, because that means me, but you know, of, of, of course, all of us, all of us think a little bit like what the cop did, what, well, he must've done something. But you just said something super fascinating too, which is that white people don't profile cops. Do you know um, what I mean? Like white people don't assume the worst could even happen. No, Not that, at all. I that, mean, I've had an equal number of good and bad interactions with cops, and the bad interactions are like because I was speeding. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever had an unjustified interaction with a cop. Maybe when I was like, you know, 17, and I was driving around with like three Hispanic friends, and I was like, oh, we just got racially profiled. But I was like a dumb white 17-year-old kid who <laughs> like wanted to be part of, part of like, you know, the the resistance or whatever. But like if I'd been driving by myself, I would have been fine. There's any number of things I should have been pulled over for that I wasn't. Um yeah. because I don't fit the profile. Yeah. I mean it's, yeah. And I'm not saying it's a real profile obviously, but the supposed profile. It's just that's that's a an angle I just hadn't considered before that I guess white people don't turn because I mean it's just really interesting that like I never considered that as a possibility, but it's like so because we know cops like who are assholes. Some of them just assholes to to people who are not white, but some are assholes to just everybody. And I know white people have bad interactions with cops, but it's like we don't see those hap- like really circular. I've seen actually some footage of white kids or, or men or women having really bad interactions with cops, and cops are overreacting, and like people yeah. don't like send it and trend it around and not you know I don't, it, there's just something really interesting to me almost like well that person must have done something to deserve whatever the hell's happening it's we have again i can't speak for everyone but i personally have had so few bad interactions that i do and because i always try to see both sides of everything that whenever there's one of these cases i want to like prosecute it in my head before i like go out publicly saying whatever i'm saying so if I see a case, I'm always like, well, is there any reason the cop thought that he was justified? Like, what, what is the best case scenario? And try to see it from, like, the best case scenario from the cop's eyes. And sometimes I do think, like... So basically, you, put, you do a little finger. What What's a little finger? What's you know, that? it's like, what Man, is it? Uh, and he told Santa to think of the worst possible thing your enemy could want. Yep. Well, I'll see everybody's your enemy and as your friend. <laughs> yep. Consider the best, worst possible thing and then go from there. I remember as a reporter covering stories where somebody got shot because they backed up their car and the cop thought that the car was a lethal weapon and shot them. And that was that. And I remember coming away with a lesson of, you know, if you do anything that the cop perceives as threatening, you're probably going to die. Um, Man, that's like, yeah, just, I mean, you're like, right. Just but from you a, the, just, the, just, not that it should be that way, but just like from the assume the worst standpoint, 
like they are probably going to get away with it if they completely wrongly shoot you. Yeah, well, I, I just, it, 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 I mean, one that's one hundred percent true by law that that is how things are are handled. Uh, Supreme Court case, I don't know the name of the case or the year, any of that, but. This is definitely the case, even, you know, some cases for fleeing suspects and on certain things. But um, that is, yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't, the problem is it gets amplified when there's a profile that you fit that may be considered more uh, dangerous than others. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keith, you've been silent for a while. What, what yeah. do you think about this? I was going to say, though, if you already viewed as a threat, no matter what you do, it's threatening. Yeah. So it's like dumb. it's like you He's just got a target on you anyway. So I was um there was something else that I wanted to say about that. Oh, about how you know how you you just question him, ask them about like why is it that black people are quick to like record certain actions with the police? It's kind right. of just it kind of made me think about have you have you guys ever heard of this game called Black Card Revoke? I literally just heard about it yesterday. Messing so, around on YouTube. So it's pretty much like a card game, where, you know, it, it majority rules for the most part. Like everybody starts with, off with ten points, and if you, if you out of the majority, do not answer whatever question is correctly, then you get a point taken away up until you get your black card revoked. So it might be a question like, what job did Tommy on Martin have, right? And you know, he ain't got no job. He ain't got man. no job. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's stuff that <laughs> apparently black people are supposed to know. Yeah, and, you're supposed to know that one. Like it's, it, that's just an example. And so, like when it comes to cops, one of the most unspoken things is I don't even. It's sometimes spoken out loud, but we can't trust the police. And you talk to not trust the police, like oh, very, we don't. Very. We don't say that around anybody who ain't black. Yeah, but you, but you know that, like. It's like deeply ingrained in you. I don't even remember nobody telling me that, but I felt deep down inside, like oh, all my whole life, that. that I cannot trust the police. So, and, and Tim, here's the thing. Th- that sounds so bad on his face. We're saying it very uh, matter of fact, but mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you trust no cop. It just means when you first interact, you know, just... Yeah. Have no Well you you trust them like you trust the dog on the street that you don't know. That's fair. That you I can see the, I can, if we're if we're really famous, I can see the Drudge Report like <laughs> podcast compares cops to dogs at no, I mean, point. I mean like, they, they like straight dogs. I get I get the, the analogy. You're not comparing yeah. Like No, like, well well in this case we are. That's fair to say. Look, it, look, if you took this out of context here, it sounds terrible. But if you saw a dog on the street you didn't know without a leash or anything, that dog would be really damn nice. That dog might also save your life, and it also yeah. might try to take your head off. Exactly. Yeah. So and you, you don't know what know. you're dealing with. And then, like, you could be nice to the dog. Be like, hey, you know, I got some food. You know, pet the dog, and the dog might be nice, might walk with you, might come home with you and be your best friend. Yeah. Or that motherfucker might maul you, and I think like the majority of times, if and most they people, drugs on you. yeah, <laughs> but most people in the case of the stray dog, like if the if you don't really know nothing about it, you might think like this dog might do something to you. You know? What I'm saying? Hey, have y'all seen Black Lightning? Yeah, I love Black Lightning. By the way, well, what the fuck is going on? Have, Tim, have you seen Black Lightning? I've only seen the ads. 
Holy shit. Are you I didn't even start watching it until last night. Are I saw you the first that episode. It's on CW? I'm like, this super like liberal ass show. Like, what the fuck? Like, like they just go for stuff. Like, how did this show get past the like how is this on CW? No, okay. no, go on say it how you mean to say how did this get past the white people who okay yes. all this stuff? Who did <laughs> who who signed off on this shit because <laughs> like stuff happening? You just like what? And, and you and you and and I'm telling um, you, like it gets it gets better. It kind of for me, it's kind of uh, right now because it's getting a, it's getting to be a little bit too superhero-y. But um, the first few episodes are excellent. Honestly. So Tim, just to be clear, the first three episodes, I, I don't remember it all because I read it was late at night. But here's some of what happened. So Black Lightning is a principal of the school. Okay. And, uh, uh, well, okay, and he's been away. away for nine years. No superhero business at all. His two daughters are there. I'm I'm skipping how a lot of stuff happened, but his two daughters um, are there. His oldest eldest daughter is uh, lesbian, and she has superpowers. She's trying to learn how to use them. Uh, his younger daughter is this really smart, brilliant girl called the Queen of the High School. But she goes to a club when I like, sneaks off, doesn't tell daddy, gets involved with this dude. Who she, she's like, oh, he's cute. He's actually a, a gang member. And then all the stuff starts happening. He comes and tries. Like at the start of the second episode. So she got away from him. The black light uh, came. Her dad came, saved her. The gangs were, were you know, somebody, you ain't got my money, blah, blah, it's family. Anyway, so then the dude who was trying to pick up the night before, who was in the gang, came to the school, found her through social media, came with his gun, tried to snatch away from everybody, and was about to shoot up the whole school till black lightning came. Not, not black lightning in his, in his costume, but as the principal. Jefferson. He comes out and is like, you need to chill. And then he was like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to be back. This ain't over. So then Black Lightning in his suit, in his principal suit, goes over to the game leader and is like, hey, we had an agreement. I'm like, is this the wire? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the gangs ain't supposed to come to this school and this school. And, and, you know, I did this. You did this. And then the cops involved, of course, like with their, you know, lanes where the drugs can go. And I'm like, okay, a wow. CW show on the second episode. That's Amsterdam. Yeah, it's talking about the the freaking triad in the community of where people are allowed to sell drugs, where prostitution is allowed to happen. If teenage girls are allowed to be prostituted out by the agreement between the police and the gangs. It's like, I was like, how is this show touching things that HBO don't touch? You know, except in one damn show. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, they, they try to make it as raw, as, as raw as it can without being too raw because it's still... It's, it's as watered down as it can be, cause it's not. But it's not Arrow or the Flash, even though it takes place in this same world. But it, but it, it's, it also made me think about like when I go, when you watch like Arrow, for example. Arrow's so crazy. Like, but Arrow started off good, but it's like if you if you say that Black Lightning is the, I guess you could say black version or the black experience of a superhero, that shit grimy as hell. Like, no, this shit too grimy. It's, like it's, the actually, you know what? The first scene, I forget about this, the very first. It's on Netflix. Watch the first ten minutes. Black Lightning goes to a jail to pick up his daughter. Hold on, hold on. Spoiler alert. alert. We we forgot to say spoiler alert. You about to spoil oh, man, the show? We, we way past that. I'm sorry. In in first scene, he goes to jail to go pick up his daughter who was arrested protesting something, and then. They're driving back home with his other daughter. So there's two dollars in the car with him. A 122, one is like 17, 16, something like that. 
and it's raining real hard. The cops pull him over, and they're like, you know, basically get out the car, and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, what's this about? And then they won't say, tell him what it is. And this Asian lady in the back of the car, this is really weird. And they're like, is this him? And she says, no. And the white guy's like, well, the white cop's like, oh, well, whatever. And then Black Lightning, you know, said it, getting right back in the car. He's like, well, you going to tell me what this is about? And blah, 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 talking this shit. And then white dude was talking some shit. And then he thought about using his powers, and he didn't. He got in the car and drove off. And that's the that's the first scene. I said, man, what? Wow. Did, did he at? tell him I'd shoot your black ass? He said a lot of words were said. It was, like, it was, it some, was weird. It was some black like, ass got thrown. I was blown on. away. But um, it's a, it's a good show. Like I I've been watching it, but um, I kind of fell off from it for a second. Hey, hold on one second. Oh yeah, so I just fell off on, on it for a second, but it's a it's a definitely a good show. But I also wanted to mention, like going back to This Is America. And we'll make sure we cover Kanye after this next part. Yeah, we got to. But one thing that we really haven't mentioned, because um, we kind of going all over the place, was how guns were used in the video. I know yeah. a lot of people had talked about this, but how did that speak out to you guys when you first seen it? Like just the use of the gun, period, or like, like the, what, use, what the use of the guns and like in conjunction to the lies that. That that you know that are taken in the video and how the guns are treated. Well, the guns are treated very gingerly. They're wrapped up every time they're shot. Yeah, um, that was cool. And you know, I I don't know. Like I, the violence didn't really add anything to in this. Okay, it's gonna sound really crazy when I say it, but like cinematically, seeing people get shot like i'm desensitized enough where that doesn't impact me yeah i, I don't know like how to that, that Any, sounds anyone anyone yeah. anymore like you take it as like a plot device yeah it, <laughs> yeah, it felt much. like i was kind of moving through the scenes it didn't but it wasn't shocking to me i can see why it'd be shocking to many other people um i don't know if they're doing shots wrong on tv on purpose or what it is but like when you see somebody get shot on tv it has almost no impact anymore when there's like a bullet in real life, it's still like, oh. like think about it. like when you hear like a gunshot at night or something, it like it's it stops you every time. It's like what? Of course it does. It's real life. It's a real life bullet, and like, but when there's a gunshots on TV, don't mean anything anymore. I don't know if they can't capture the sound properly, the recoil, whatever it is. But even if a gun is just fired on a shooting range, it's like every time it stops me. I was massive, like. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, you, I'm not. Do. See, I haven't shot a gun in a while, and I not like I'm, I'm like some a shooter, like just go out to ranges all the time. But I mean, I don't. I don't know, like it's just seeing it cinematically doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Um, now, having said that, as far as like its symbolism and what it's doing, I think it's, you know, I think that they've done a great job of kind of. Showing like the destruction. One thing I will say: the destruction is so quick. Like he he literally like it, it's the focus of the shot, the shootings, and then yeah. it's not the focus of the shot almost immediately. Yeah, and I think that's very purposeful and and you know um, works just as well as as many of the other ways that 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 metaphor is used. It's um and it's that's how quick people move on from it. You know, or yeah. or how how it's treated overall, like it was just it was just nothing. Um, and it, I, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say, Tim? No, I just 
I just like how they do wrap it up afterwards. Like it's a religious implement or something. Like it like puts this respect back on a gun that doesn't exist anymore and almost anything else. Mm-hmm. It, it, it gives like more power to the gun than actually seeing it shot. Like just remembering that this is a really significant thing that happened, but also that they can just put it away. Like, you know, church is over, go back to your normal life. Mm-hmm. And then the way that what you said about the Facebook feed, um, Facebook live feed, how it's like, oh, no, there's another thing. You can be reading the most like helpful, intelligent, deep dive article about something. And then it's just like, oh, this person, like, which celebrity butt is this? I don't know. Let me check. Like, yeah. You know, also, to, to, to your point, though, like, it is weird that they don't, like, it. there's so much, uh, like, there's, like, the sanctity of the gun over the sanctity of the body, over life. Over life. Things like yeah. that. Like, it, it's, it's yeah. really interesting because, like, there's never a moment where you even see the people after they're gunned down really giving attention to no CPR, no, no shock, no, like, oh, my God, no. Um, it's like yeah, it's just another day in America, whatever. It it also made me feel like even just like listening, like the the song itself isn't the best song, but in, but when you when you marry it together with the video, it works well. And one thing also that I got from it was that how America can love black people for their talents or for what they bring, like um, as far as you know. It's clothing-wise, style, the, the certain parts of the culture they love, but not the actual individual people themselves, if that makes sense. Um, because, like, even, even like, in a sense, like, when, when someone is, when he shoots, like, the first guy, isn't, isn't it like he's about to play, like, some type of song or something like that? The guy sitting in the yeah, chair. Yeah, I think he had a banjo. He had a banjo. And so that's the beginning of that. Like, when you think about, certain you know forms of music that's real popular in america today it was started by someone by a black person whether it was whether it was um gospel blues jazz rock and roll and and in america white america loves those like all of those genres you know but not necessarily the people this is a random segue uh but well, I shouldn't even say segue. It's the same topic. But did you notice SZA at the end of the video on the car? Nah. Yeah, she's one of the <laughs> girls at the end. You know, like when it, when he's dancing, uh, Donald Glover's dancing on the car, and, mm-hmm. it, and the camera starts panning back. SZA's mm-hmm. on one of the cars <laughs> on the right. Like I was like, what? The it's fuck? a lot of chaos going on too. I, I definitely hey. like the um, the shot of the man in all black riding on the pale horse. Yeah, symbolizing. That's death. definitely apocalypse stuff. That's definitely like, um, <laughs> yeah. What was that? Yeah. Revelations. Yeah, death rides a pale horse. That's my chest name. Wow, that's pretty dope. Pale the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your whole chest name is death rides a pale horse. It's, it's pale horse killer. Okay. That's and cool. once in a while, oh, I get so a, you're saving the world. <laughs> once in a while, I get a, a Wu Tang fan who's like, I get it. <laughs> it's like a kid in like. Iran, he's like, oh, I like Wu Tang. Right. <laughs> oh God, that's you say you like Wu Tang, and then they beat me because <laughs> 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 everyone beats me. Because yeah, oh. Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> um, but um, you know, honestly, I think we should save the Kanye conversation for for the next part. There's so much to say and not enough time to say it. 
Yeah, it, we actually went through fast. Like, what what were we talking about this whole time? <laughs> well, we were talking about this American, and then it was a long, long uh, diatribe into how awesome Black Lightning is. And not because it's executed the best it could possibly be executed, but it's just trying things that I just feel like are so uh, so resonant. And, and uh, like, look, let's put it like this. How I got past all those white people, I have no clue. But, you know... Kudos to them for letting them just do their thing and letting this market, the market figure itself out. This show has an audience. It's always highly trending when it's on live. And now that I'm getting a chance to see it, I understand why. So um, um, it's not it's, it's a CW show, so it ain't the best in the world. But, like, they they really... <laughs> Poor CW. No, I mean, hey, look, man, I watch CW. Oh, I'm just girl, saying, like, um, you're not going to be out there getting no Game of Thrones sort of, like, experiences. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a diss. I think um, one of the showrunners for uh, Girlfriends yeah. produces oh, the true. show, too. I was going to say that again? One of the, the showrunners for Girlfriends produces the show. What's her name? Mo- Mara Brock Akil or something like that? So I she's a part. I think I know what you're talking about. But this, yeah, you she, know, plays, the, she plays the a big part in producing and the show. Writing part. That's, that's your world. I'm not as familiar. <laughs> yeah. I, I know she, she produces it, the show. And I, I think that it is pretty good. No, that might be a good idea. We just we we all watch the season and just do an episode on it. Episode. Man, review. Black Lightning is it's stressful though, man. Like I like it. But, like I think somebody was asking me, was it is it as good as Luke Cage? And I really think. Oh, wow, what a question! I don't think that is comparable. Um, like that. Well, it is. Tim, Tim, hold on, hold on. Okay, you say. Please hold that thought. I'm saying I'm just a scam. I'm gonna forget this. And you'll you'll notice this too, Keith, because you you know you're as a director. So my wife and I, while watching it, we realized they stole a bunch of set, a bunch of sets, basically. Not that they literally took the sets from wherever they came from, but they stole like the makeup and and how it's set up. So, for example, where Black Lightning goes for his costume, that's basically uh, the Kingsman. Wow. Uh, yeah, it the Kingsman, looks like like, like where they put on their suits and stuff. Yeah, the club. Uh, club, club 100, I think they call. It. I forgot what yeah. it's called, but the club at the start. That's basically like um, um, the club in Luke Cage. I can't remember the name of it. No way. Because oh, wow. um, they shoot like, it in Georgia. Oh, a lot of stuff. I'm I think sorry, they shoot it in Georgia, right? I want to say they do. A lot uh, of stuff's been shot in Georgia. Everybody shoot in Georgia now. Yeah. yeah. But cool. but yeah, I mean, probably. Um, it's pretty cool. But I do. Th- I think you can compare them. Um, I will say one thing that's interesting about both characters is, so far for Black Lightning, I mean, I'm really early in it. He doesn't really have a villain who can challenge him, yeah. and that was true for Luke Cage early on too. And well, I think we'll see that. Flip a bit, but I, I'm gonna tell you, he got some villains now. You ain't. You haven't got to Tobias yet, the albino. Yeah, but like, but uh, he he's the one who. Who said he thought he had killed him? Bro, he's something else. And then, and then, did you see Jill Scott yet? Her character? Uh, okay, Jill Scott's evil in this show. Evil as fuck. <laughs> Bro, like, there's so much stuff. This. So what are you talking about? He got, he got plenty of little villains now. No, what I just meant was like, as far as power, so far what I've seen, I'm sure that, that uh, Tobias is going to do something. We ain't seen it yet. Oh, he but, got he got something going on. I, I don't want to tell you, but he he not. No, I'm ch- well, the way he choked out and and took dude so like no, 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 whatever. Don't, don't ruin it for everybody, man. Oh man, come on, first three episodes. See, I, I didn't love to um be 
he loved the spoil stuff for folks all the time. Let let him watch it. Let the view. Oh, let the I am spoiling it for Tim. I'm sorry. It's been, right. on, it's I'll, been I'll, on for months. You know, it's on now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's on Netflix all the time. It has been done for a while. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not really ruining it much. I have not even scratched the surface of how crazy that show is. Like it's wild. Like in okay, I'll just say they have a birds and bees conversation because the the youngest daughter says, "Hey, I'm gonna have sex at this time on this day." My dad and mom, like, whoa, hey, 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 wait a minute. I had an oldest daughter, so fine. Both like, of them fine. But she also don't want neither one of us because she gay in the show. On the show? We're talking about real life, bro. And, and, <laughs> and the assistant, the assistant <laughs> I don't know who the assistant, who that woman that played the assistant principal oh, she goes, Oof. is bad. Like, you know somebody bad when you got to look them up and they a minor, minor character. <laughs> like, she's so minor in the show and then you see like 5,000 other people have also googled it exactly <laughs> like if, if I put it in I'll put in assistant principal on Black Lightning everybody looking for her because she it auto completes yeah, yeah. She, um, <laughs> it reminded me of when I was watching when I first started watching Battlestar Galactica and it's a it was a girl on the show I'm like Dang, she beautiful. Before you know it, I'm looking her up instantly. She wasn't even a main character until like season three. <laughs> she, it was worth it. You have well, a yeah. No, no, nobody was data mining yet like that. I'm like we got to keep her. Look at all these Google searches. Man, uh, <laughs> she 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 needs to stay. She needs to stay because half the time I be watching like, dang man, they got some women on this show, man. Hey, if you <laughs> like that, very different kind of show. But Horizon, the sci-fi show, is pretty good. It's on. Um, Pretty sure it's on sci-fi. I watch I'm it online, so I always forget. Like, anyway. what network it's on. Yeah, we're gonna sell a bit. Yeah, but but it's a show. I think we should do a review on it. That'd be pretty. Okay. Cool. Well, let's. Hey, Tim, if you're interested, we'll we got. I mean, do it over the summer, whatever. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, so I guess we get to Kanye next time. Uh, we can close up here because we're we're going longer than we even anticipated. But uh, was, there was a lot there. This is America is definitely a a video that that can take you all kind of places, as you can see. It's cool though. I'm, I've gotten really into like Trojan horses. Like I really like anything that makes you think about something. Like you go into it going like, "This will be a good song. This will be a funny movie. This will be whatever." And then you come away like researching something you never thought you would. And we just spun off from that into like police shootings, into like why you record interactions with police, like mm-hmm. things I never thought about. And my it, it has never occurred to me in my life to take out a camera when the cops want me. Like, I'm t- you know the reason I won't do it is because I'm scared before I even. Pull out my phone all the way. He'll say it's a gun. No, I usually what I do, I put the um, I put it on record on my put it on the dashboard and have it on record before they even come to the car. Jesus. Yeah, but see, Keith, you know how that go. If they can't see what's happening, you attacked him. No, my hands. I have my hands. I always keep my hands on the steering wheel. Oh, oh you talking about keeping the dashboard like you keep it on the dashboard while it's looking at you? Yeah. Right, let's do a quick. This is a survey. This is not for <laughs> representative of any broader anything, but just personal experience. Okay. How many times have you been pulled over in the last five years? Well, I was in New York, not driving for most of that. So. Or stopped by police in any way. Um, I had to think about it. So I mean, sometimes I've gone to talk to cops. And actually, one time I went and talked to a cop in uh, in uh, Penn Station. That went wrong. And it's not like it was a lot of... 
I, I won't get into the whole story, but basically, you know, I had a hoodie on, and um, that's the only thing I was thinking of that maybe could have had dude nervous like that, but I needed to go to the bathroom, and I was like, um, I just walked to the police officer, hey, you know, uh, where's the bathroom? And he kept his hand on his gun the whole time he talked to me. What? And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I don't even know what directions you said. I'm just going to go to. Yeah. So, but he didn't, I came to him, but I just wanted to know where to piss, man. It wasn't even that big a deal, but whatever. Um, and I guess to some people, are like, why would you ever do that? I'm like, it's just a cop. That's how I want to approach it. It's just another person. He works here. He's trolling the shit. He should know what stuff is. Just ask him what to pee because I really got to pee. I've been drinking. And it was a bad idea. And when I say I've been drinking, I mean like sloshed. I had a beer. Yeah. I just needed to pee and relieve myself. And that's what happened. Honestly, I can't remember the last time I've been pulled over. I remember one time you, you told me about when you got pulled over in Memphis and it went from one cop to like multiple cop cars. Yeah. Like for next to no reason. Yeah. It, I was um getting off of work. Well, no, no, no. I was going to work, and I used to have to be at work at 4 o'clock in the morning. And now, mind you, you know, I got on some khakis and wearing glasses. I'm looking as square as possible. I had on, like, a polo shirt. And so the cop had pulled me over, and, you know, he didn't tell me why he was pulling me over. I was like, is everything okay? So I was about to say, that's red flag number one. Yeah, he, he already that. didn't tell me. You know, he went, I gave him my ID and stuff. And he came back to the car and he said, get out the car. Red flag like, number two and three. Get out the car. And I said, I'm like, is everything okay? Then he started screaming at me, get out the car. So Jesus. I'm like extra anxious. like, And, and I'm between being anxious. Then they be asking terrible. why you nervous and shit. You're like, what? And, and then they, they pretty much, you know, he, he had me get out the car. He um, passed me down. And then him and his partner go and they they take me to the car to the car. And had me sit in the backseat of a police car. Now, while this is going on, they start another cop car pulls up and they start searching my car. Now, mind you, I'm like, what, like 23 or something? Like, I, I, I didn't know what to do. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So now I went from being terrified to being humiliated and and angry. And then when they when they came to me, they um. They told me that I that somebody has been robbing people in their area, and I fit the description. Jesus. Then they didn't say, you know, um, they didn't apologize or anything. Sorry for the inconvenience. Or I didn't get none of that. You you had me late for work for some bullshit, and it's like ever since then I said, man, if I any interaction I have with the police, which I should have already been doing this because I've been told to do this. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna put my phone on the dashboard and keep it recording the whole time. But, but Tim, I was about to say, you know, I said like, like the thing, and I don't think he's saying this to even try to be funny, but like his thought was like, damn, like these folks made me late for work. Like if you think about it any deeper than that, you start getting real mad though. Yeah. And like once the last time I got pulled over was actually I wasn't living in Nashville yet. I was somebody had hit my car, so. I had to rent a Jeep Wrangler, and my mom had put. She asked me if I wanted a TV to take back, so I had the CRTV in the back. This like, you know, it's like a twenty-three inch TV, but it's like one of those fat TVs. So I got in the back of the Jeep Wrangler, and I'm on forty, getting near Nashville, I forty, and um, 
it's like bumper to bumper traffic. Um, everybody's going about like 30 to 40 miles per hour. It's like 16 wheelers who ain't really, you know, going nowhere. So we in the, in the fast lane, just like whatever. It, but, you know, it really can't go much anywhere. So after we finally get some leeway and everybody's, you know, the lanes wide and open, you're getting to Nashville, you got four lanes to drive through, I get pulled over. I'm like, okay. Because keeping in mind, it's not, I can't even be speeding at this point because it just opened yeah. up. So, comes over, hey, um, so I was asking all these questions, and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I've rented this car, uh, yeah, I have insurance, going through all these different questions, and he asked me, like, why I was shaking, I'm like, because you haven't told me why you pulled me over, <laughs> like, what? why are we even having this conversation, and I was thinking to myself, oh, shit, I got this TV in the back, and they probably uh-huh. think I, like, you know, put all this shit in there, he's like, can I search the car, and I said, no. He said, okay, well, you know, give me your ID. And, and, I, just, and I made sure to handle my college UT Knoxville ID as well. Slipped it under the driver's license. Nice. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Dude, I love you for saying no. Like, literally. No, I'm, I'm nobody going. says no. Well, no. Well, you, he can't without a reason. No, he can't. Of course he can't. But no one, if you ask, if a cop come in like, right now and said, can I search your I was like, yeah. Like, no, 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 no. no. I didn't, because I, I was like, dude, you haven't even told me why you pulled me over. Oh, and the thing, when he told me, finally, I'm sorry. I, he, 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 you know, asked why I was nervous. So I don't know why you pulled me over. He said it was because I was following too close to the other vehicles. And I was like, everybody was bumper to bumper. What are you talking about? Come on. Like, I noticed, like, so you pull out your Rolodex of shit you just say to people. But, like, literally, as far as, like, when you pull them over, you ain't got a reason. However, we literally, like, you can pull, like, about 100 other cars over two for the same damn reason. All right. of us were bumper to bumper. And that's also not a thing to pull people over for being like that close. What unless like, you know, they're trying to drive it aggressively and, you know, whatever. But um anyway, long story short, after about twenty minutes, he gives me all my information back, says I'm, I'm good to go. Didn't really explain shit, just left. Um it wasn't it didn't get any deeper now. I've been in the back of a cop cup before. That's a whole another story. But like these interactions, they they do make you paranoid. But even more than that, I've had weird things watching how cops react to people. And more than anything, in New York City, that's why I saw the most abuse of power by cops wow. when I was there. So, you know, and that wasn't about driving while black. It was just like, you just be outside. And, you know, as you saw the the neighborhood in Bedside, Brooklyn, where I was living, start to transform as you had more gentrification, uh, you know, all these families get pushed out and as more people who aren't of color come in, they become nervous about the element that's always been there, which is just simply black people being outside. And call the cops on everything. Yeah, like it was it was crazy. And I mean and you've been out in New York City, so you know what it's like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like cops are the nuclear option. Like, like people will call the cops for like, there's like a slight noise outside and you just like don't know what that will escalate to. Oh, you know, and remember like those people who started moving to Harlem and they were getting mad about like the cookouts and stuff? Yeah. So, they like, call, so imagine this, Keith, you know, like, you know, folks have cookouts and they play, the, you know, the music's like a bunch of like Frank and Beverly Mays and stuff like that. And then suddenly they'll be like, oh, I don't like that these people in Harlem are having this barbecue cookout with all this music. I'm going to call the cops to shut this shit down. And the cops are like, uh, this isn't a disturbance, man. I'm like, they're just having a cookout. 
yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, uh, it took me a while to get that. And that's actually like a, an update in my thinking in the last like 15 years or so of just like, you don't call the cops for anything. Like, unless it's like, if somebody is actually in danger or there's a car accident or something, you do not call the cops. Your neighbors have like a weird noise. The one time I've called the cops, my neighbor was definitely beating his wife. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's whack. I mean, like, that I mean, basically everybody got to act like it's medieval times and just, you know, um, handle your business however you got to handle it. It's just pretty whack. Or you can just go over and talk to people. I mean, you could, but <laughs> sometimes poof when you're trying to hear that. I mean, sometimes you just got to get your cousins. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, 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 like, that's, that's really the best the best outcome is to get your cousins and some uncles and just handle that shit yourself because like you said <laughs> you, if you gotta call on police you don't know what they're gonna do I got a story I can't tell on the podcast I know both yeah. of y'all are aware we, of we kinda um, we pr- probably need to be wrapping up too um, mm-hmm. we're coming up on an hour y'all have any um, closing thoughts no, nah, man. Uh, my only closing thought, honestly, is, um, you know, go see Black Lightning. Um, and please, please, please give us a review. If you made it this far, man, like, you know you enjoyed yourself. Give us a review. <laughs> Share this podcast. Let the world know what's up with Low Key. Uh, definitely check out uh, Tim's other podcast, Shoot This Now. He just did an amazing episode uh, with the hottest podcast hosts uh, this year so far uh atlanta monster uh that's fantastic also uh please yeah and dude i gotta plug that it was excellent (laughs) Um, and also the show's premise on its own is is a whole nother thing entirely so i definitely recommend going back even to uh beyond the latest episode well also you so you don't have to you don't have to do it check out the podcast Check out Keith and Aaron's podcast, Meanwhile in the Multiverse. I was going to say, he ain't going to say nothing about Meanwhile. <laughs> you got to listen to the Meanwhile in the Multiverse. Get everything up on nerd culture, everything up on culture at large. I'm definitely looking at things from like a very plugged in, nerdy perspective. Yeah. From a place of love, um, but also very plugged into reality. Exactly. Yeah, like that. That's why it's called the Multiverse. <laughs> Yeah, we like that. So, um, Jesus Christ, our real life is insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we we about to get out of here, good people. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, thanks again for making it this far. I really appreciate y'all, and uh, catch you on the next one. It won't be so long. It will not be a whole month. It will not be three weeks like this last time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, cool. <laughs> See you soon. All right, peace. All right.